It's Koolabali, baby. Give me that race card. What's going on, everybody? We are back. Right now, it's me and TST. Jeb's going to be joining us uh, shortly, and money has changed John. Uh, after winning his 4K this weekend, he said, Buckshot Tank. Uh, also, we could swear in the first five minutes today because YouTube has already demonetized us. So I'm not worried about this one getting demonetized. Uh, before we check in with TST, a couple of things in the comments here. Bodavine said uh, Mike equals McClung. JBB is McConnell. AJB is Bilal Koolaboy, Koolabali. And uh, TST is Luke Kennard. I, honestly, I these are probably more accurate than what we gave ourselves, right? Oh, don't act like we chose ourselves there that i'm pretty sure that was uh whatever was easiest to photoshop for jeb there so i <laughs> know jeb for another fire thumbnail though yeah he did he put it together quickly today too uh so we uh, we decided uh we're just gonna dive into so rare so there was a you know they had some i don't know they made it look prettier today uh so everybody was excited about that i i'm just like so i don't know how you are about stuff like this and I don't know if it's PTSD or whatever, just from our Top Shot experience. But anytime people are like, dude, you're not going to believe what the fuck we just did. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, dark mode. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like it looks different. It looks cool. Uh, I just, I don't know if I'm rallying the troops every time. I don't know. Did you have any thoughts on today's, uh, today's announcements and changes on the site? I mean, they don't move the needle. You just do expect like things like that to like improve over right. time. Um, right. I will say like their their process on their site was very chunky when they first started and then yeah they've made some different uh additions and changes to it as, as we've advanced. The only thing I kind of like is like the the rewards part of it where it shows you like how many rewards you've won right like out in the open and stuff and a lot of like the third party sites were already doing that but I, yeah. I think that's like kind of cool or useful maybe even like understanding or just like like the rest of the stuff, it's like, I don't know. You still got to get used to where things are anyways. So like right. by the time you get used to it, you don't realize that it's changed like all these apps and stuff. And then you forget about it and you're like, okay. Right, right. Yeah. So we're like, listen, all improvements are good improvements. We're not fudding improvements. It's more uh, the announcement of the improvements that always make me chuckle. Um, but I guess, why don't we like start with this? So I also, I, sh I want to shut up Boston Base here who is yelling about Team Hold Gaming, but... Boston base today decided he's going to get involved in so rare. So what a time to join the show and uh, get a feel for what we're doing. But I guess we'll start here. TST. I made some purchases this week. Why don't we, we'll look at my, uh, my buys. And then I kind of just want to hear like what you're doing. I know we've talked offline a little bit about it, yeah. but we're in this weird, um, this, uh, like we're waiting for season limbo. Two. We're in limbo. Yeah, we are in limbo. Right. Um, and so I'm. It's Koolabali. Is it? Did I say it's Koolabali? Koolibali? Bottom Why are you? How do I know you know what the fuck you're talking about? Maybe <laughs> I'm right and you're wrong. Also, uh, yeah, Time Lord, welcome. You can swear. Speaking of swearing, Jeb, get the fuck in here, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what's up? What's up? How we doing, man? Oh, good. LA traffic was brutal today. Yeah, dude, it was the the 101. Like, what was what was backed up today? Uh, Four or five. five. Four or five, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So I guess we're just, you know, we're just talking so rare. We're just going to see where it, where it goes. And we're starting with this. This is what I was going to say. So I bought some stuff, and then I want you guys to tell me uh, that I'm dumb, but not because of the cards that I bought, 
but because that I bought anything to begin with. So this is what I did this week. I scooped up a little Mark Williams down here, Devin Vassell, some PJ Washington, some Yuta. Uh, Yuta and Eric Gordon, that was all you, Jeb. Thanks for that shout-out. Matty Harrison put me on mm -hmm. Grant Williams. Uh, DeAndre Aiden, I just was, I don't know, I just kind of wanted him. Uh, and then Shaden Sharp, I snagged him too. Uh, cause I do, I think I just want a lot of Portland trailblazers, but what I guess like, this is just to start the conversation. Where are you guys at right now with snagging stuff as we are, we know next in the next few days, they're going to start auctions year two starts. I don't know where, where are you guys at? Uh, we'll start with TST cause he was here on time. All right, Jim. Um, <laughs> So I've been like looking at some cards. I've thrown out some offers here and there. I think I finally picked up a Josh Richardson basically just because I was fed up and impatient and stuff. But I'm yeah. like very interested to see what happens in this like first like week of uh, auctions that come out for the season two. Like not even like after lock, just leading up to lock. And I want to see what happens and the comparison, like how much is it baked in right now that season one will be less valuable than season two because of the bonuses today, right. today or yesterday or the last couple of days, they updated the bonuses. So you'll notice like some of your cards are down to like a 1% a bonus, a 0% bonus, yeah. you know, rare, they're around 10 to, to 15, depending on how much you had uh, collected in XP. So I'm interested in like seeing how quickly the market adjusts to that or if it's like baked in right now so are these prices like essentially they should be lower like the season one should be lower price than season two so are they right now lower and these season two ones that come out are going to be way higher there's also like season two is going to have a lower supply so people that really care about it so it's going to be interesting i don't think it's going to be crazy i don't think like you're going to be necessarily like shooting yourself in the foot by buying right now yeah um i've i've done it in part out of like laziness and knowing i have more time as well before we really get kicked off but uh it, it, it'll just be interesting but the fact that it's a slow release right it's not like a giant you know it's not right. like ten thousand hit at once so everyone can get a season two if they want so uh it will be slow over time but it'll be interesting and I guess to dumb down what TST said, just in case anyone um, like didn't fully grasp it, not that they didn't grasp it, but basically what you're saying, like this Mark Williams that I got off the market there for 75 that we can see where you're basically saying, is it at 75 now because year two is going to come out at a hundred or does year two come out at 75 and then all of a sudden that one drops down to 50. Like that's what we're trying to figure out. Like, is it already baked into the price or are we going to see a little bit of a dip when it comes out? And I, I yeah, that, I think that's a great question. I have no idea. This is more of I just wanted stuff, so I had a lineup to build. Um, but I, I did kind of want to grab a big boy for an MVP, but I'm in the same boat where I'm like, maybe I should wait a little bit. Jeb, I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on that? So I think one thing that's interesting, actually, is once because the three of us and John were all kind of talking about this on and off like the last couple of weeks, like here and there. And I think one thing that's interesting is if you look at the marketplace right now, you can and compare prices. There is a small dip that has happened after they took away the 5%. Like not nothing crazy, but we have seen just prices in general take a little bit of a dip. And I think, you know, there are some people that maybe didn't realize that, you know, that 5% was there. Um, so I do think, 
I do think there is going to be a pretty I, I do think there will be a pretty decent difference between series one and series two. I think in price in price, correct. I think after we're a couple weeks in, there won't be. But I think at the very beginning, there's going to be a somewhat significant change in price. Where, like, for example, your Mark Williams that you got for 75, I bet you that Series 2 is going for, like, 100 or, like, okay. 110. Yeah. Nothing, like, crazy at all, but, like, a noticeable enough chunk where it's not, like, 80 to 75. It's, like, 100 to 75. Yeah, um, I think that's and, right. I mean, that was some, that was what I was seeing in baseball. And real quick, too, uh, Josh said, why is season two going to be more valuable? So, Josh, one thing that they do for the current year, right? So in uh, for year one, if you bought a limited, you get a 5% boost in rare. I think it was 15% or whatever it was or 10%. What happens when the year ends, you lose that boost and the boost is applied to the year two card. So if year two automatically gets it's like more valuable because it's got a higher boost. However, if you were owned a card for the whole year and we're playing it every week you earn the xp and it like cancels itself out which one of the cool things of like it's like a reward for holding and playing uh which i do like sorry to cut you off i just wanted to answer josh's question no no you're good you're good but yeah i think i think kind of to tst's point there's just no possible way that the market has already priced all this in so i do think there will be some like i do think s2 will be worth uh, a decent amount more to begin with. And I do think there will be some price inefficiencies where like um, once again with Mark Williams, let's say I bought him at 75 right now or like mm -hmm. 70 because we've had seen this teeny bit of a dip. Oh my God. He's down five bucks. No, he's down like three. I just checked. So you're good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but um, you could, theoretically buy that series one at like the 70 mark and probably be able to sell it for 80 and watch the S two go from like a hundred to 90. I think the S two will always be a little more valuable, right. but I do think they're going to meet in the middle somewhere. Uh, once like enough auctions have happened that the people that are really chomping at the bit aren't like going ballistic on auctions. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, I do think that's right. Uh, Boston base too. I, maybe we can, maybe we can do like almost dial it back a little bit since Boston base is just getting started. He said, obviously you need a balanced roster. Is there a way to develop a roster bench in a skillful way? Or is it all about finding value in the marketplace? I feel like we're probably, we probably all approach this a little bit differently. Um, but TST, I don't know, like what, what, like seeing that comment, what's kind of like your first thought as to, to like rounding out your squad. I think the, the first thing you want to do for whatever tier you're playing at, whether it's limited or rare, whatever it is, is really locking down an MVP. Um, and that varies based on your budget, your outlook and stuff. Do you want to go with someone that's, you know, cheaper and younger that you're going to have for more years? If you're looking really long-term, do you want, you know, do you want to be the highest competing? And then you're looking at, you know, your Jokic, your Giannis, your Luka, but you're going to pay for those. Do you want to try to go in that like mid-tier, like maybe like a Tatum where you pay a little less, but you still put them at big numbers. But I think locking in one of those, like deciding what you're going to do with MVP would probably be top of my list. And that kind of will remove what it does from your budget. And then you go from there. Um, personally, I think that you should concentrate on, the the champion lineups the ones that have the mvp yeah um early on at least because you 
you'll be able to reuse cards more often in that. Whereas if you're trying to put together a competitive in the ones that don't have MVP where the cap is lower, if you're putting together good lineups, you're not going to be able to use them in future game weeks because their caps are going to be going up and then you're going to have to be constantly going to the marketplace over and over, um, which is fine if you like allocate that for kind of every week to have a little bit to spend. But I think most people kind of want to like make a decent roster and then be able to play. And I usually, I start focusing now more on my MVP last year at the very beginning. I think I focused too much on the contenders and then now I'm more on the champion side of things. Um, and then I just kind of use what I win with the, and fill in the contender. But I definitely think that deciding what you want to do with your MVP is the first step. Yeah. I, it's so funny because we, we all, you were the one that turned me on to that. Um, thanks for turning me on. Um, but that, I do my that, best. And you did a great job, but that was something that I, cause I think we all were kind of of the same, uh, same mindset at early on, right. Where it's like, Oh, this is actually kind of fun trying to find the right value to plug and play to like make the best contender lineup. Uh, but then you did find yourself, right? Like if you do make a good call in the contender lineup, then all of a sudden your player, his calf goes up and now you can't make that lineup again. So now we're back onto the marketplace. Uh, so by poning up and getting like a solid MVP, now not all of us have that sick ass Giannis money TST, but uh, by making a move like that, that definitely makes a difference. But going back to the original question uh, from Boston base, I don't know, Jeb, like how, what is your approach with kind of filling out your roster? I mean, I, I kind of take, took things the opposite way. And I still, unlike, I think a lot of us kind of approach things similarly, but unlike you guys, I think I'm kind of still in that boat where like, I enjoy, you know, digging through the trash to find the garbage that's going yeah. to outperform. So I think it also just depends on like what you're trying to get out of so rare. And I think also with all these new contests they're going to have, you're going to have a lot more opportunity to really customize your approach uh to yeah exactly i own i think four of those right now <laughs> um, but like i think i think there's a lot of opportunity to i think one thing regardless of how you approach it kind of to tst's point before the season starts if you do want to buy that mv mvp player i think one of the funnest things to do and one of the most like rewarding things to do is to bet on a player that not everyone thinks is going to absolutely go go nuts. I mean, like I I right now have Chris Stops from last year who I bet on pretty early and that paid off, and then I have Zion who got injured so it didn't pay off, but I have his card for this year, and those are two guys that are significantly lower priced than you know like a Jokic or a Giannis, and I definitely think there's a world where if Zion stays healthy, he puts up those same level of numbers. So I, I and I think last year. I think it was you, Mike, or maybe John got an SGA because you're like, this is the year he pops off. Yeah, and that paid off tremendously because he got an MVP-level player for a price of like a mid-level star. So Um, I would say kind of like if you're in, especially if you're like into best ball and stuff, like use that same logic to be like, okay, where's the ceiling on this guy? Um, Let me compare it to the price of some other guys I think are around his ceiling and let me find out who I want to, who I want to build around. So that's fun. Let's actually, uh, if you guys are down for it, let's just kind of surf around, uh, some potential MVPs. Cause I think like the, the second you to say MVP, you're like, well, if I don't have Jokic, Luca, Giannis, those are the clear top three. Right. And then it's probably the Embiid Tatum SGA range. But like after that, 
like what are the next MVPs? And maybe you can find a little bit of a, you know, because a, a price gap in some of these because, right. And I'm going to, I'm just going to use rare because that's where I've been uh, surfing on the, I don't know why I keep saying surfing, uh, browsing in the marketplace. So I'm going to, yeah, help, dude, fucking hang ten, dude. Get um, twisted, man. Yeah, dude. It was, uh, yeah, dude, it was on the four hundred five, and it was, uh, all right. Um, but let's let's look at these just in our immediately. Somebody said Ant Man, which I think is going to be a fun one to look at. Um, but right, yeah. so like Jokic for a price point, uh, and again, this is sorted by like their last season, their last ten games. So, so. sort by price, I think. I think that'd be more uh, more yeah. fun. All right, let's yeah. go by. But it does by. Can I? How can I do highest price? Where is that at? I don't know. They need to. They need to figure out their sorting. They do a lot. Of, they have a lot of good filters. They don't. Wait, have you a can lot only of do sorting. lowest price. Yeah. yeah so it's good. Newly newly listed lowest price, highest average They're score. Just, yeah. Just leave it at score. It's, okay. It's dumb. It's frustrating, it's but dumb. whatever. Um, um. So like right right across the board. I like so you see Jokic Booker AD to me sticks out right away uh just because I feel like he can be the highest scoring guy and he's you know like uh almost a third well more than a third but a lot cheaper than Jokic. I don't know. We see like look at these first two rows, right? So Jokic Booker AD Dame Jimmy Ant-Man Tatum Halley. I mean Ant-Man's already 740. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, Ant-Man's not a deal. I would say like Halliburton kind of sticks out. Because I think I think I think you said this already, Mike. This is not like an original hot take of mine, but I think the in, the Pacers are going to be one of the fastest teams in the NBA this year. Yeah. Like Halliburton is going to be getting thirty assists a game. Like I think there's and he he was incredible last year. I feel like I feel like he at that price is a pretty great uh, great steal. And once again, just my brain is going to best ball, and it's like people are drafting him in the first round above like Ant. Yeah. yeah above ant so if you're paying almost half that price for him when ants at almost 750 i feel like that's a that's a really sharp move there and then so uh yeah tsc anybody from that those like first two rows i guess we'll just like go through a couple of pages of these but uh anything that like stood out while you were looking at this or because i mean again i just you see Jokic, you're like yeah of course i would like to have Jokic. <laughs> yeah I, I mean like i think we're we're more looking for that like you know, either someone that we think is a great bargain or the next step right. down that we think can compete regularly. Um, the other thing you could, like, it's a long way away, but like, it also like, it's not a bad idea to think a little bit about playoffs too, when it comes to your MVP. Yeah. Um, if like, you're going to be wanting to compete in the playoffs, you're going to want your MVP to go as far as possible. So like Tatum is a little appealing when you're talking like second rung of, yeah. uh, when we're talking MVPs, you know, like, yeah, maybe long-term Anthony Edwards would be better, but I think in the short term, I'd much rather like this season, I'd much have rather have Jason Tatum for $10 more than Anthony Edwards. Maddie says he likes Kawhi here. I, and I haven't seen what Kawhi's at, so I'm just going to plug him in here. That is actually this. I feel like this might be a little bit sharp here. 147. Dude, there's a, there's a couple guys like that. I'm scrolling down. Like, Brunson's at 110. And I mean, I don't think he's Kawhi level, but yeah. I think he's he's going to be the main guy on a team that's probably going to make the playoffs. Uh and Boston, you, knew who, you know who actually was the top at one of the like on like under the radar better MVPs last year was Julius Randle. Mm. Like from a and right now if you look him up, he might be kind of weirdly expensive. 
more than you'd think. So 265, but that's because he's cap. he's on a ridiculously low cap for that quality or that what he performed at last year. So he might be actually someone to like watch when his cap goes back up to probably in the like high 30s where it'll be like in not too long. Um, and then he might be like more interesting. Yeah, because like it's bargain it's, one. It's so funny because if you have Randall here, right? I because I agree, he's like someone you can make an MVP lineup with. But if he's gonna cap at 29, I'm like, nah, dude, I'm putting that in my contender lineup, depending on what my roster is, right? If I yeah. already like if you have Giannis, right? So if you have Giannis and then another, like say Jamal Murray, Jamal Murray's cap's too high, but somebody like that, then you throw in Randall in that lineup. But for a contender, if that's like your best lineup, uh, your your for a contender lineup for him having a 29, that's like incredible. What's um, a Sabonis at? So that man, you you beat me to it. That was going to be the guy that I was going to say. Cause again, using as Jeb, I thought that was a sharp way to look at it. He's at 234 right here at the cap of 39. But as Jeb was saying, right, if you look at what best ball is, like ADP and best ball, most of it makes sense, right? It's kind of like the first six that we listed off. But the seventh pick is Anthony Edwards. The eighth pick is Sabonis. The ninth pick is like Halliburton and then the 10th pick is AD and I mean Sabonis is by far the cheapest of all of those guys by like by a pretty big amount um and he really was putting up like Jokic light numbers last year where he was like a 17 10 and 10 guy you know so I, I think that's a pretty sharp call out TST yeah and also like what's interesting is if you get if you get two two of these like mid-range you know mid-range mvps that like there is weeks where you could play both of them in the same lineup mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. so like if there ones you know on a like like mid to high 30s you could you could fit them in with someone that has like a cap of 20 and a champion lineup and that averages out to 30 and then uh you have the other one in mvp so that's like also like kind of like a, another strategy you can go you can choose your mvp more on like the matchup and what's going on. And then also based on the cap, trying to get the other one in, in the lineup as well. Yeah. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Um, this is a, another guy that I thought of was Donovan Mitchell, where I'm trying to think of these guys, like who can be the highest scoring guy in a slate. Um, and we saw Donovan Mitchell score 70, like one real life points. And so somebody like that sticks out to me. And again, he's like sub 300. Again, we're looking at rare prices. Sorry. What were you going to say, Jim? Uh, I was going to say, I think a riskier one, uh, or like a little bit risky one, but one that might be worth looking at is Maxi. Did you say Ben Harden. Simmons? <laughs> no. <laughs> Maxi, if Maxi, if Harden leaves, like everyone thinks he is, and pretty much everyone says he is, it's like Maxi's going to have to take the next step. And it's like, okay, maybe Embiid kind of overshadows him, but there's definitely scenarios where Embiid misses time because of injury or management load. And Maxi is like that guy. And he definitely is kind of in that SGA of last year, like realm where he's like, this is going to be his third year, right? Like he's going to yeah. take like that neck. This is the time he's going to take that next step. And I think he's someone that would be worth taking a gamble on and could really pay dividends. I like that. I like the maxi call a lot too. Um, uh, and I, uh, cause I think he's also someone you can, who can be your second guy. in if you do get an MVP, mm -hmm. like, I think he's a really good candidate for a second guy. I'm sorry. I'm seeing that the Liberty are down 30 to 13 in the first quarter right now. Um, what about, I uh, wanted, what's the okay. price of Laurie Markkinen? 
Lots. God damn it. This is the second time you've done this, dude. I was just going <laughs> to plug them in. Uh, Lori is 156, and I think that's another great where, like, if you're just trying to build a lineup on a budget, I think this is great. That might be my pick for, for budget. Yeah. Uh, MVP. He's also young, you know. Handsome. Just like that price is way. <laughs> <A> veteran. <laughs> <laughs> Support the troops. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. No, I, like, can he's only going to keep getting a bunch of numbers in Utah. Like it's things aren't changing very much from last year there. No, I like that. Um, I like that a lot. Hold on. There, there was a couple of other things I wanted to hit to before I lose them. So courtside said Trey young. Um, and I, I think that's like a good buy low candidate too. We saw him average yeah. like 30 and 12 and he's like two thirty four. I think that is somebody that can be it. But I also, uh, so I wanted to pull up coach shark Holmes Cause I meant to say this earlier. Ingram is cheap. Well, Ingram is cheap. And I know like, Jeb, you've said this, or you said this today, right? Where you're like a little bit out on Zion actually playing a full season. And I think if you have a stance like that, like this is how you capitalize, right? If you're like, I don't think Zion will play a full season, then Ingram is like a consistently, like, you know, he could be a 30 point score for you. He's $114 in the rare tier. And so I do think if you have takes, like make, Make make uh make decisions based on that, right? Now, a, a flip side of Zion, I would say, is a Mikael Bridges. He's a guy that you know is going to play every single game. And on top of that, he's in this new role where he showed these glimpses of, like, just an incredible, like, fantasy points put out. Like, maybe they aren't going to win a ton of games, but I think Bridges is going to be dropping some serious stats in the box score. And, like... It would take a miracle to keep him from playing every single game. Yeah, like, no, I, I like that. Sorry, I see John in the chat says, "What's up, boys?" Knocking out with some Nyquil. Please end the show breaking down every <laughs> Kings player cap and projection. Uh, I am happy to say that not only is Shot Tank sponsored by uh, Momentum Labs, but Live Before Lock re-upped, re-upped with Momentum Labs for their sick ass projections for so rare for the next season. Uh, Badavine said, why are we looking at Ingram? I no, I was just saying like, if you are, you know what, Badavine, what the fuck, dude, you've come in with some angry energy today. All right. <laughs> I said, cool, Bali. Great. Uh, and then, and then I, I like Ingram. I like Ingram. I think, um, I think Ingram has a really high ceiling, especially like you said, Mike, if you think that there's even a chance that Zion misses time, like I think Ingram could put up crazy, crazy numbers. I want to go back to uh, Stark Holmes's comment too to go to Siakam. I think I here TST. You want to like we the North it for a little bit. Where are we at? Uh, where are we at with our Siakam love right now? Well, apparently Masai Ujiri is not uh, loving him so much. He's got to learn to pass the ball a little more. <laughs> he's got to not play selfish, <laughs> and he's got to do those things before we even start to have the conversation of an extension. So Jesus. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, no, he's, uh, he's, he's just gonna, he's gonna have some big games, but he's never going to have that massive game in my opinion. He's never like, he's not someone that's like, he might maybe, maybe one game week the whole year. Will he be like the top scorer? So I'm not a big, I'm not a big Siakam guy. Wow. If so, if you guys feel that way, are you about Siakam? Are you a little bit higher on Scotty to hottie Barnes? Uh, yeah, I think I'm a so. Scotty. Yeah. Um, I, I would have to look at the price though, before I like, it's like, 
that's 135. Yeah, I would say that I would say that Siakam's going to be probably averaging higher, but I think Scotty will have like more bigger games. Another guy that I think's kind of a sleeper and is basically half the price of Scotty right now. I don't know if he's he's the same cap as Scotty exactly right now. I don't know if he is a MVP level player, but it's Andrew Wiggins. Like I think oh, people yeah. are so down on Wiggins right now just because his like he disappeared for months and then the, the Warriors didn't do anything in the playoffs. Wait, I think- wait, Jeff, did you just say you don't know if he's an MVP caliber player? Because he's nowhere near one. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I think there's a world this year where he puts up some serious empty stats as the Warriors like just burn to the ground. Like, <laughs> I mean, they're old. I think Chris Paul, Draymond, and Clay and Steph could all get injured. And I think Wiggins is going to be one of the few guys that is younger and will be leading the team. I think Wiggins has to, if, if the Warriors want to make a serious playoff run this year, I think Wiggins is the key more than anyone else. I think he has to perform at a higher level on both sides of the court. Yeah. I mean, I do agree with that. I think if they're going to, if they are going to have a solid season, it's going to be because of Wiggins. Wiggins has to be great. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know if he's going to be an MVP level player. To your point, like, yeah, I. It's totally possible he doesn't reach that ceiling. But I think, like, I. I would. I would take Wiggins over Scotty Barnes and Sora right now. Oh wow! I. I don't think I would. I don't think I would. I mean, I do. I. Uh, I understand the conversation around price, but if price wasn't a, if price wasn't involved, I like Scotty more. I just think Scotty's going to play point forward. I think he's going to. I think we're going to see some like Josh Giddy type numbers from Barnes this year, where it's going to be like a 12, 10, and eight type game. Yeah, um, maybe just with the the Raptors seem weird this year. The vibes seem off. So maybe I'm just like, I mean, I'm drafting a lot of Scotty in best ball and a lot of Wiggins. So it's yeah. not like I don't believe in Scotty. I have a Scotty for so rare that I'm very excited to use. But I don't know. I, I I just, I mean, I could be wrong. It just seems like Wiggins is like set up to have like the biggest year of his career. Not that yeah. it's going to be like this insane, this insane year where he's like competing with Tatum for MVP. But I think, right, right. yeah, I think he will be putting up some pretty crazy, some pretty crazy numbers. Yeah, I just want to say the Liberty gave up 38 points in the first quarter, so I'm dead inside. Uh, Pack Trip said, is is Bassie a sleeper on the low end? He's Collins back up five. I actually like this as a stash. Like, I don't know if I'd be playing Bassie pretty regularly, but, you know, Wemby is built like Gumby, so there's a chance he misses some time. Uh, there's there's going to be weeks where Wemby plays like one of the three – or two of the three games, maybe Zach Collins misses time. And so if that, like Bassey is pretty productive when he's out there. So I like that as a stash, as like a backup big for those two. So um, for for $10 more though, you can get Collins. Then you should get Zach Collins. Yeah. Also also Bassey's cap is just like a little high right now from like the end of last year, which is let that come down common with some uh, like of those players that had those, that were the great plays at the end of last, uh, at the end of the regular season. Now are kind of like, uh, yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. Also, Tesla said, "Did the So Rare Studios have a writer to fill out?" No, I don't think so. Uh, but <laughs> that is a good question. Like, what should be on the writer? Like, if I, I can always submit one. 
Or, you know, I can blue M and M's with the M removed. Yeah, oh. with the M removed. That's good. Yeah, licked off, <laughs> licked off. Yeah, yeah, by John. Um, <laughs> uh, it's Hershey. This is a. I know we're kind of going all over the place. It started with MVPs, but I actually am enjoying this quite a bit. So yes. if you guys are fine, this with is it, super let's fun. Doing this. Um, all right. So Hershey's asking about Christian Brown, who I'm excited to talk about the Nuggets because I do like Ooh. this take. It does feel like it's going to be either him. Uh, it's either going to be Christian Brown, who right now, I don't know why this filter is so uh, technically, I guess there's all of these letters in Brandon Ingram. No, why is it? <laughs> but I've except been, been, I think it's, I think I've, it's accounting for the fact that you might've misspelled Brandon. <laughs> Let's, Let's go, go Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not a, uh, yeah, I feel like you guys all need to know the inside joke of why we do that. It's, you know uh, what? I'll tell you, it's for Brandon's soul. Uh, <laughs> but so I didn't realize his cap is six. This is wild. Yeah. Um, well, that's why it's so expensive. I've yeah, been trying I, to buy him for $60 for the last three weeks. And just no one's taking me up on that. <laughs> I like that. Um, so the, I do think he's going to have first crack at sixth man. Uh, and then what we saw from, um, the rookie uh, Strouther, Julian Strouther, uh, last night was pretty promising. And I wonder if he gets a shot at being one of the first guys. But I do think they like Christian Brown quite a bit. I think he's going to be their first guy out there. And at yeah. a cap of six, I mean, holy shit, that's great. Dude, I'm, I just, whenever we bring up Christian Brown and the Nuggets, I'm just heart, heart wrenched that, that my man Chanchar is, is injured because, Man, my Chanchar stack was ready to, ready to really, really take off this year because I think he was going to be sixth or seventh man. Ooh, our listen, shout out Gnome. Our guy Gnome is sharing stuff in real time here. Hold on, I oh wait, you can see this. You, I Gnome. thought I was sharing. Oh, you just <laughs> in real time, as you can see. It. Uh, all right, here we go. I thought I was just sharing an individual screen there. So you were seeing every time I switched over. Wow. All right. I only um, saw you switch over once and you did it real quick. So I was like, oh, I, he must know. <laughs> dude, there he is. Look at fucking Gnome. We love Gnome, dude. Um, all right. So this is breaking down um, different MVPs based on their like highest scores. Uh, I don't know what wins me. Does that mean it was like the highest score? Highest the of the week, maybe. Um, but I mean, no, no shocker here, except when we... Called out Donovan Mitchell being much cheaper than everybody else, right? And three different times, yeah. he, so he put up a 70, 100, and a 77. But everybody else on this list, like Luka, Jokic, Steph, uh, Embiid, Dame, Giannis, AD. Vooch, though. How about Voochie, man? I don't that think guy's we a rebound to... machine on a right? bad team. So, Dude, Zubac put up a 70? Yeah, I think he got like 30 boards that one week, game week. Wow. Wow. I think Derek White being on there, I think it's not impossible for him to do that again too. I'm I'm very high on Derek White this year. I think wow. he's gonna be get he's gonna get so much more playing time now that they got rid of like all these guards. There we go. Um Noam telling us wins how many times okay. they were. Yeah. Uh I'm actually surprised by this too. SGA not on the list. SGA never yeah. never the I mean, I guess SGA's got like a good floor to him week to week but maybe not the same ceiling as some of these guys because sga stat lines usually look like 35 5 and 5 well also like this is the top score of the game week right right yeah so like if you know i'd rather my player be second 10 times than right right first once right so right yeah like i mean this, this is great to show 
what this is really good is that it shows like that one of those cheaper ones can be the best one on on any given week which right. would allow you to compete that you don't need the best one but obviously the more and Noam's talking about sending top five as well and that might be something more interesting question, for those that are at top question yeah. to you two with in terms of sga do you think in terms of so rare and i guess even like fantasy in general do you think it's possible that he takes a little bit of a step back because okc is just so talented like he doesn't have to put up these crazy numbers for them to win or stay in a game like and chet's here now like i don't know i'm i'm i've started to get cold feet on on sga a little bit no, I actually, the reason I don't is because of the way he scores. Um, mm-hmm. Like he, he's, I, I mean, he's volume in a sense, but like he is the guy, he averaged 10 free throws a game last year. Mm-hmm. Like that's just like 10 points, you know? And you saw what he did with Canada when, and I know it's not the same roster, but it was the same thing. I just think he is that guy. They know he's the guy. You know what I mean? Like there's True. no internal dialogue of like, who's our alpha. It's like SGA and everyone should be happy to be along for the ride. I think that's like a good thought process though, Jeb, because it does, right? Like you're like, okay, if Jalen Williams takes a step, if Giddy takes a step and if Chet Holmgren arrives, does he, does he maybe not have the same amount of volume, but man, I just think I feel like you can pencil him in for 25, five and five every single game, but TST, this is close. You have a Jersey in the background. There's <laughs> also like the fact that if all those people take a step and just make Shay's life easier, they can't hone into him as much. He gets, you know, That's open true. looks and stuff like that. And, you know, like you, you get to know a player a little differently. I think if like they're on your team, like you're who you are just like dying about maybe, maybe if you have like a sweat for a game, but more like maybe like a season long, game or you also get that feeling a bit when you're going up against the guy and getting to cheer for sga in all those games it was just like you you had so much confidence in him at the end of games when he was going on these runs where he would just like go on these you know like all of a sudden you know he'd be having an average game and then in the third quarter he'd have like 12 points like yeah yeah. and you just kind of blink he didn't do anything like crazy he wasn't taking like deep threes or anything he was just like oh he got to the rim there he got to the rim there he hit a three he got fouled he got fouled and it's like oh now he's got 12 points in the quarter and you're like okay but i will jeb to go back to your point though it does make me nervous about jalen williams who i do think is awesome uh and i think he's gonna oh, have yeah. i think no. he's gonna be like he will make all-star teams i think but mm-hmm. I like, so I guess actually at a hundred, he's not terrible, but his cap's 31. Like, I feel like his cap should probably be 24. Um, yeah. I mean, that's why, that's why I'm completely out on drew holiday in like anything fantasy. Yeah. I think, I think he's going to be amazing. I think he's going to at least be a finalist for defensive player of the year. I don't think in any world is he going to be good for like a show rare lineup or a best ball lineup or, or anything like that. Like he'll have a couple games where, brown or tatum or someone sitting and he drops like 50 to 70 fantasy points but it's gonna be far and few between yeah i i'm with you okay so there's two things i wanted to get to before uh we continue this conversation so Stubbs had a question about jalen johnson bogdanovich or jalen suggs or any of those guys worth the risk um and i talked a little bit about jalen johnson this morning that he feels like he's either i think they like him uh, in Atlanta and it feels like he's going to yeah. be their first guy off the bench. Uh, maybe even give Deandre Hunter a run, but I don't know any of those guys stand out to you guys. Again, it was Jalen Johnson, Bogdanovich or Suggs. 
I would just say Bogdanovich is a no. I actually really like Bogdanovich, but he's just getting older and there's a lot of depth for the Hawks and the fact that he got, you know, basically demoted from starter to bench player kind of says everything I need to know about where his like trajectory is headed. Um, and I think the other two, like there's a lot of upside there. I would probably lean Jalen Johnson uh, because of your points, Mike, and also because the magic have a million guards. So yeah, yeah, that's, that's my concern with sucks too. Yeah, what about you TST? Anything? Yeah, I'd probably go Jalen Johnson or Bogdanovich. Like, yeah, Jalen Suggs, that backlog of Orlando, and like the fact that like Paolo and Franz both kind of handle the ball. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that's alone too. the number of guards they have. Uh, the reason, yeah, that I'm with you. Jalen's probably got the most like uh, season long upside. I like having Bogdan stashed because if like Trey or Dejounte goes down, like Bogdan is awesome. And oh so, no, he's super good. Yeah, because I agree with you, right? Like, he's only going to be playing, like, 24 minutes a game. But if one of those dudes go down, um, also, courtside just fucking hammering Suggs, man. <laughs> like, 35 different times, which is wild. Um, all right, Matty Harrison, who is the man who made me buy Grant Williams, uh, said, pick one under 30. Uh, I'm sorry, pick one under 30 or under? 30 or under cap player who have the best so rare season. So, basically, Randall, Poole, Simons, Hero, or Jeb's favorite player, Ben Simmons. I'll leave that well, that up. I don't think it's going to be Randall or Simmons. I think, I think you can make a case for all the other three, uh, like Pool, Simons, and Hero. I think I'm going to lean towards Simons. Nice. I like if you would have asked me like even a week or two ago, I think I would have probably taken Pool because, you know, he's got everyone. As everyone said tell their face is blue like he's got the greenest light possibly in recent nba history right but i just think simons has he has scoot who will be a great facilitator he has aiden and like all these other players around him which will kind of take the pressure off him a bit kind of what we were talking with sga um and he's now essentially the guy in in portland i guess you can make a uh, argument it's scoot but i i would still give the edge to simons just because he's been there for a while and he's shown that, like the ceiling that he is capable of, uh, especially last season over the stretches that Lillard didn't play. Well, I think Poole is still kind of a little bit regulated by the fact that you know his team's not necessarily the best. Tyus and Kuzma are kind of gonna are like Kuzma be jacking up shots, taking away usage from him. Tyus is going to be you know making sure everyone's involved, and he's like he's not just going to be feeding Poole or standing to the side and letting Poole handle the ball. Um, while I mean Simons, I think is better defensively as well. So yeah, I, I would go with Simons. What about you, TST? I think I'm clearly taking Randall out of this. Uh, bunch. Clearly, Randall. Uh, yeah. Um, Wait, let me give me a drop. I think... Let me let me fire up that fucking four second drop, baby. So that is perfect to what my point is about to be. Are <laughs> off of because of his playoff performance and. Let's get real. So rare is played mainly in the regular season. Um, so I think, <laughs> I think he was injured too during the playoffs. So that like doubled down on the fact that, you know, he didn't have a good, good playoffs. So uh, his cap's nice and low right now too. So especially at the start here, I know pools is ridiculously low, but I just cannot cheer for pool in any sort of way ever. So <laughs> yeah, well, I he got knocked out and you just don't respect him as a man. <laughs> He's a bitch. Uh, <laughs> 
Um, I, I'll, you know what? I'm going to make a case for, so you made a case for Simons and Randall pool. I think the case is obvious. I, I kind of like Tyler hero a little bit this season. I um, would pick Ben Simmons. No, Tyler hero. <laughs> mainly so I can do another drop. Where is it? Where is it? There we go. Hold on. Tesla's just naming rugs in the chat right now. <laughs> just naming all the rugs. Um, uh, anyways, I, I think Hero, the keys are going to be in his hands. Like Jimmy Butler, we know what his regular season uh, workload is typically like. And they it's fucking Kyle Lowry, man. That's all they got is Kyle Lowry. So Tyler Hero is going to play a lot. I think those are all great plays, though. And if you are building out a contender lineup, like <laughs> the fact that all those dudes are under 30 is pretty sweet. Um, and then Bobby, Bobby sent Cade and the Pistons to the playoffs. All right. I think that's nuts that they're going to make the playoffs. But when we were talking about potential like MVPs that are off the radar, and I know he's probably already priced up a little bit. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's at 312 with a cap of 36. Wow. But man, I do love what that's a good price. Are you th so what you think that should be a lot higher? Um, I think, I think it should be around 400 if, if, if his injury is not anything and he's like yeah. over it and everything and he's back to his normal trajectory. Okay. I think, yeah. Based I mean, on like what if. he could be long-term. Yeah. That is a big, if I agree, Jeb, but. It does I sound like he's healthy more. and ready to go. I actually, I think they're going to ease him into it though. So I kind of like, I mean, yeah, you can get it now. I kind of like the idea of this, uh, this cap coming down a little bit. And, but I, I like am very intrigued by Cade as, I, I don't know. I'm just buying all the hype that Team USA threw out there where they were like, hey, we need someone to uh, play like Luca against us so that we can prepare for Slovenia. And then all of the reports coming out where that Cade just cut him up, like just absolutely torched Team USA. And I was like, good God. All right, I'm in. <laughs> I bought in. No, I, I believe the Cade hype for sure. I think if you're going to get him for so rare, to your point, Mike, I think you wait a couple weeks because – I think there's a lot of hype around him. Like we're seeing that price, which is like, in my opinion, a little high. Actually, I I would I would have thought he was closer to like 250, 200. Um, but I think when he comes out and he's not dropping crazy like crazy silver scores right away, I think the hype will die down a little bit, and that's when you when you snag him because I do think like two or three weeks in, he's going to be firing on all cylinders, and as long as he's healthy, I think he will be absolutely incredible this year. Yeah, let's hit let's hit a couple reset. How much do you think uh Pool actually plays at point guard or really mostly play off ball? So yeah, Risa, I just don't think Tyus Jones is gonna be on the Wizards past like January. So I do think you're gonna get like a half a season of Jordan Poole playing point guard, um, or at least like a little bit more on ball. But I don't know. Do you guys have any takes on on that with like on ball versus off ball with Poole? Uh either one I do not want to watch. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good take. I, that's a good take. I, my take on that. It's not very one. helpful yeah. for so rare, but I, I mean, like you can, take. You can make you can make an argument they trade pool. Like who knows what the wizards are gonna actually end up doing. <laughs> so like I mean, if pools if pool stock goes through the roof and they don't actually believe in him or they don't want to build a team around him because you know he's a one-dimensional and kind of selfish player, they might they might trade him. So I don't know. I, it's it'll be so interesting to see what the what the Wizards do. I'm yeah. 
to to TST's point, I probably will not be watching a lot, but I will be keeping tabs on on all those players. Yeah, it is going to be hard. I mean, Wizards, I firmly believe the Wizards are going to be the only team actively losing this season, uh, like going out of their way early on. Um, all right, middle guy has unorthodox takes. Is that what, was I the middle guy when I was sharing screen? No, Jeb was. No, it's me. Jeb was. Oh, dude, unorthodox, Jeb. Yeah. Um, all right, let's... There, wait, there's another comment. Uh, Alan, what's up, Alan? I uh, said, what's your take on rookies being released? Their price, their price, and how will that impact the first few weeks? I wanted to uh, talk T about this. So. Yeah, to TST, let's just fucking go full screen with our bro TST. You know, because he's <laughs> jacked up about this. All I wanted to do is ask a question, or so I don't know if it's a full screen thing. And basically, my question is, is that should they release the rookies before, like, while they have a zero cap, or should they wait? They should release one a week for the next five years. That's my take. Uh, Jeb, your turn. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I to your point, TST, I don't think they technically should, but I don't we know that they are going to already because that's what they did last year. The question wasn't what's going to happen. The question oh, okay, is, should okay. they? <laughs> I was I wasn't sure if you were asking should no, they no, no, no. and is this what's going to happen or no, not. No, no. They're obviously also they're gonna do it because like it helps jack up their prices too. Oh yeah, they get more oh, yeah, money yeah, yeah, yeah. on the primary auction. So obviously they're gonna do it. But, no, you know why I like it? I'm glad that they do this because I yeah. it reminds me of DFS in a way where like everyone's playing Derrick Henry this week. Derrick Henry's in a smash spot. You have to pay up for Derrick Henry. He's gonna crush. And then all the giga tournament brains are like, you know what, dude? I'm not fucking touching Derrick Henry. So <laughs> this world, what I love is that someone has to spend like four thousand dollars on Wembayama, and then Greg Popovich is going to be like twelve minutes tonight, Vic. Uh, and, and then that <laughs> right? And it's still it's on a zero cap, so I get it. Uh, but I, I'm okay with it. I don't mind, like, because I don't think there's going to, like, let's say, all right, so auction start in five days. How many rookies do you think are out by game week one? Too many. <laughs> uh, are we talking rare or limited? Uh rare. Let's stay. Let's stay with the red. Let's I mean, say ten. Ten 20. per rookie. Yeah, 10 yeah. Per rookie. That's ten percent already out. It, I mean, maybe more. Right, because they're I'll go the other way, dude. Yeah. They barely like gave it put put any out <laughs> last year. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like because the mint counts are lower, they can afford to put out more at the beginning of the season. So here we go. Know. What wait, TST, what did you think? Uh I thought lower than 10. I was I was gonna say like five. So heavy D says two, uh, Hershey says two to three. Yeah. I was going to, I was going to say like three to five, something like that. I guess it all depends. Like, I don't know how, this is the other thing. I don't know how active people are going to be in auctions either. Right. Because, you know, yeah. listen, if you're, if you work for so rare, just the show's over, but I don't, I don't know how many people have been like, Dude, I'm sitting out year one, dude. But year two, that's when I'm gonna get fucking active. Like I, mean, I don't know, Boston base is gonna Boston do that, base, so. baby. Well, dude, and <laughs> Boston base kind of quarter of the show. 
Dude, Boston Base can't thank you enough for signing up <laughs> using our promo code. <laughs> um, but no, I just like, I don't know. I'm very curious to see how active people are going to be on auctions. Like I don't, and I, that's not even to like FUD the product at all. I think everybody that is here really enjoys playing the basketball game, but there's been no, I just don't know how many people like, I don't, I don't think I'm going to participate in too many auctions. Cause I don't, I don't have the bankroll for the rookies. And I would much rather, if I am going to drop cash like that, I'd much rather go get an MVP than go get, School. 20 when Victor Wimpin. Oh, no, no, <laughs> Winnie and Gabriel. Sorry, well, yeah, W's messed me up. <laughs> yeah, uh, but wouldn't you go? You might go get that MVP from an auction, no? Uh, yeah, I guess I would. No, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. You It'll might, be, like, be interesting to see it. for sure. Because, Wait, oh. Boston Bay said he bought a Porzingis. I do like that buy. We were we were saying that offline that it was like ninety bucks. You no, know, you what you should go do now, uh, Boston Base, is buy the most expensive thing you could find, <laughs> just to like pump our bags a little was bit. Is that a unique Porzingis you bought? <laughs> yeah, did you buy unique? Um, Noam says sleeper rookie Keontae George, dude. Noam, you came. I don't know if you know this, Noam, but in best ball, I have like seventy two percent Keontae George. <laughs> I'm ride or die Keontae George. So I'm That's with awesome. you, man. Yeah, I think um, good. Yeah, wait, this does and not only does it help me, Boston Base, it helps you because you are an investor and <laughs> team old. So oh, <laughs> uh, I'm excited though, man. One. I'm excited. I'm I've been like waiting for this to come back and then uh scooping up a couple of things. What's uh let's let's end on this, although well, of course we'll end on the UFC strike minute, but let's end on this in a so rare conversation. Is there anything you're doing? between now and the start of the season? Like, is there anything that you're like, okay, I, this is like a move I'm trying to make, whether it's a specific buy strategy, whatever. I don't know. Is there anything you're like, I got to do this in the next couple of weeks before game week one? Yes. I mean, I'm just kind of monitoring prices on a bunch of different players, just kind of litmus testing where like things are headed. Uh, and then just scooping, like I bought, I bought a bunch of like secondary bottlenecks. So not the super expensive guys that are the bottlenecks, but guys that might be a bottleneck for the three or 4% bonus. Um, for some reason I was hearing uh, like you were getting the bottleneck of the bottleneck. It reminds uh, me of the office where it's like, I had the assistant to the regional manager. <laughs> um, and then like, I, I just bought, I bought a Kuzma. Cause I was like, That's Oh, good. I like, like that I, I, it was a limited and it was like 18 bucks. And I was like, yeah, it seems a little bit low, especially when you look at pool and his is like 40, 50 bucks. I'm like, okay, well there's definitely a world where pools, the number two to Kuzma as opposed to the opposite way around. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I'm trying poor to wizard fans that that is a true statement that you just said. What'd you say? Poor, I said poor wizards fans that that is a true statement. Yeah. That you just said. <laughs> no, we don't need, we don't need all the Kuzma slander. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've just been kind of monitoring things like the, the marketplace went down a bit, like I said, and that made me go and buy like one or two things to just kind of be like, Oh, I think this guy like can play a pivotal role. Um, I haven't sold anything, which, wow. you know, I think that's the one, the market pumped like leading up to the season. I'm very curious what's going to happen, uh, when it actually goes live and there's more supply and games are going on uh but i haven't i haven't really tried to sell anything because i'm just like yeah i i 
would love to see what all these players look like once the season starts. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he'll get new faces on their cards. So, <laughs> Jimmy Butler, <laughs> um, dude, the Jimmy Butler is gonna be overpriced. Just be his series two will be like significantly more than a series one just because of that. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, TSC, you doing anything? Um, I think actually what I'm gonna do soon, hopefully, but. A lot of this is just uh, out of laziness. I should have sold some stuff probably, but I just <laughs> don't really look at stuff like that. I just really want to play the game. So I'm just like kind of anxious. So I actually might like look ahead a little bit and like actually look at like starting to build my lineup ahead of time from a like, oh, like I really need someone in a 10 to 15 range. Yeah. Then looking at who fits that bill, but I'm also like, I could see this being good all year at different cap ranges mm -hmm. uh so I'll, I'll probably do that a little bit just with like a, a contender and champion lineup maybe just looking around at oh okay like i like them in the first two weeks because also i'm pretty sure that for the first two weeks the caps are going to be the exact same too right i don't know if everyone realizes that so like those rookie cheat codes for the first two game weeks it's going to be two game weeks whether that wasn't the case last year because we didn't really start till game week two last year yeah. and that's why there was less rookies that were actually on a zero as i think it was keegan murray was the big one that yeah it was hit. a big one yeah. um i i'm not i don't even to to that point i'm not even really trying to compete uh in the first two game weeks <laughs> i've <laughs> already ever ever oh, <laughs> i'm just diving in the dumpster and that's, that's <laughs> yeah i'm just i'm just pure marketplace now no i i i think with the I think with those rookies being zero, there's just too many rookies that like I think have potential to put up like real minutes and yeah. real points. Uh like that even that guy on the heat, I forgot his name, who like looks incredible right out the box. Jaime Hakas, yeah, he looks yeah. great. Like just all these guys where I was like, Okay, like this guy I think he'll he'll be a good rookie, but I don't think he's gonna do anything special at the beginning. And I, I the rookie class seems to be pretty deep. Like the Thompson twins like scoot's gonna be getting a ton of minutes so I, I yeah i've already the first two game weeks i don't care about like i'm gonna enter some lineups but i'm not gonna sweat over them i sorry i just such I, I i'm just gonna encourage everyone to go look at john jackson's last tweet that's all i'll say i'm not gonna share it just go check it out it was a good time um i think for me i'm going to figure out what like the first half of this show was what my MVP is going to be. Cause I don't really have one. I have a lot of like pretty solid plays and need to go get one. So I'm going to be doing that. And then I'm going to, I'm going to be the guy that knows ball. I'm going to watch a lot of preseason action and then I'm going to fucking make some, make some stands based on the preseason action. Um, but let's wrap it there. So we we'll be back again. We're back to our weekly format. We'll be back next week uh, with some more shot tank action. Uh, Jeb had a new uh, so rare video, ten so rare steals uh, that that dropped today over on actually Jeb Bush's channel. Anything else going on over there, Jeb? Uh, no, I just was happy to put out a video for the first time in an eternity. So technically go. speaking, my channel is not dead. Um, but I'm gonna be trying. How's that well, feel? I should try that. <laughs> yeah. But TSC uh, is going to be uh, doing some live before lock. So maybe it's not uh, curated content on your channel, but you will, you're back, baby. I'm back, baby. I just need the <laughs> basketball to actually start. Mind you, yeah. it was really nice to watch Red Zone all day and then get to watch uh, preseason instead of the Sunday night game. <laughs> that that Man, is nice. Living the dream. <laughs> Um, the Liberty have cut it to eight at halftime. So we got a game after being down 4,000. Um, 
which is exciting. And I'm going to game three, which I'm very excited about. Um, I What do we got? We've got the NBA bit uh, every morning at 9 a.m. Um, we also have the underdog happy hour show Fridays at 3 o'clock, and that's what's coming up the rest of this week. Uh, if you missed the 89 Cavs on Tuesday night, you can go back and listen to that and watch that. That was a lot of fun. We had a good time ranking uh, the top 10 teams of both the East and the West, and Steve got super pissed at us the whole time. Um, and that was a good time, but I think that's, that's really it for stuff that I've got. Make sure you click all the links, but Jeb, more importantly, dude, tell me about all the pings going on in the UFC strike discord. What's happening in UFC strike. Give us that. All right. We're pulling a little bit of an audible here. We're not talking about UFC strike specifically. We're just talking about the UFC because UFC 294 is right around got the it. corner. And this is some <laughs> of the like craziest chaos I've ever seen guys. I don't know if you follow UFC, but we had no. Charles Oliveira just drop out, and now we get Islam versus Volk 2. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere...